International, 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 they're in international, 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 Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We literally had our best week ever on Record International week. Bad Boys. And without you guys... We uh, ain't shit. We ain't shit. This all is bad for boys, you guys. All you bad boys out there, you guys are truly bad. You guys are truly bad, and we really appreciate it. And, you know, so much great stuff's going on. Uh, a lot of people... Still asking for Chelsea back. You know, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm always going to be nice about it. She left. She quit. It, that was not our decision. Yeah, it was not. Okay? And we've all moved on. We all love Chelsea. I think she's great. She's got those big fucking teeth that I love. So every time I see her, I love seeing her. And it's just like, dude, we're on to the next one. Some of you guys want a lady on the show. I get that. And, and I think that's what it is, too. And not not to knock Chelsea doll, but it's like, yeah, we get it, dude. You you want you want some hot snatch on the show. I can't stand <laughs> when people go, you know, it's just too much, like, frat boy shit. You know, there's a woman out there named Esther Chu. Have you heard about this? Like, at the end of her podcast, she masturbates. And that's oh, how really? she ends the show. And I just think that's just, I mean, like, I like a good dick joke. I think that's, like... Hack. I, I just don't have any respect for that. It's like a kale joke. It's like know? it's too easy. Yeah. It's just too easy. Well, well what you're born, saying is born for that. Go go I'm on not to. funny enough to do anything to get anybody to listen to me. Yeah. So I gotta have this stupid hook. And then I'll hear women talk about how hard nobody respects female comics. Like you've basically you, what you're doing at the end of your podcast is a equivalent of people shooting ping pong balls out of their snatch during a live show. No, and, and just and just a second on the Chelsea thing, we'd love to have uh, really funny female guests on. But I think I, I really like last episode. Uh, I think that we're hitting a groove. You and I allowed the guests to talk. There was enough space for everybody. It was one of the I think last week was one of the, my favorite podcasts that we've had. Yeah. Um. And I just think we've hit a groove. Love and light, love Chelsea. She's very funny, very talented, very beautiful. It's fun for the whole family. Fun for the whole family. Maybe just this. Maybe this wasn't a fit right now at this time. If Chelsea wants to come back as a guest, or you know, we're we're open to seeing. We're what not the against. Holds. I'm not against bringing her back down the line. But we, right now, we're moving and grooving. And I think the listeners need to know there's no bad blood. Sam and I aren't like fuck Chelsea. It's not like that. It just you know that little sparkly bubble just went on to another field she's of getting poppies. That deep Jew dick right now, and she's loving it. And I saw I saw her. I went and filmed Brody doing audience warm up for the Nikki Glazer show. Not safe and um it was so funny brody's like are you want to come periscope me or i was like i i asked him i was like i want to come periscope you so i periscoped him doing audience warm-up at comedy central dude he was so funny just out how's of the- that show doing um I, I don't know i don't think it's aired yet no it has oh it has yeah. I, I don't know it was it was funny chris hardwick was on it it was, it was a cool show it was a funny show how but- come i've not been asked to do that show i mean you know- who's the filthy guy I don't know. I mean, I, look, if I try to get you on, no no promises, 10%. Do I get okay. 10% of that $400 I will, you you'll probably 10, get? Yeah. No, barely. barely. Um, um, but, but, but but let me just say, and this is it. The, uh, I look over, I just get a sixth sense weird feeling. Guess who's in the audience? Chelsea. Just from across. Chelsea, I guess Benji's right on that show. So, you know, Chelsea. Oh, he's writing on the show? I guess so, yeah. He was there. 
Yeah, I think so. I don't know what capacity he's there. I, I, I assume just, a writer. So I like. I'm so happy for him. I'm glad the show's doing well. But it's like, don't know. You're resentful, and we talk about our resentments real time, Sam. You're not happy for anybody. You've you've mentioned it before. I want to get on that show, and then you ha- force a fake smile. And say I'm happy for. No, you're not. Your feelings are hurt. I'm the dirty guy, Sam. Just I'm say the your one feelings that inspires are, are your it feelings all. Hurt? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't have me on. It's okay. what I do. That's a, we'll move on. Well, uh, onward, upward. But Chelsea was in the audience. It was a weird moment, and we move on. So you guys work together. You don't talk? Uh, we barely work together. No, it's, it's there's there's some, there's some distance after that podcast. I mean, I probably should apologize for being like, shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. Because, I, you know, Aaron, who, who helps produce the show, I, I look over and I say, Aaron's kind of like my conscience. And I say, Aaron, was that too much? And Aaron goes, yeah. I was a little much. So, <laughs> so Aaron's never judged me in the entire year we've been here. Aaron, was that a little much? That was a little much. That was, that was a little much. So I apologize for the way the message was delivered. There is some weirdness. What happened with you this week, Sam? Oh, I, a couple fun things. Uh, a okay. couple real fun things. I got to close out probably the greatest show I've ever been a part of, which was the uh, Death Squad show. Oh, I heard that was Secret fucking show. awesome. It was Joe Rogan, David Tell, Bill Burr, me. Tebow uh, hosted. Tebow hosted, Jim Florentine, Tom Rhodes. It was fucking great. Yeah, I I, I was working. I had to close I, it out. I could hear you getting laughs. You know how when you hear in the other rooms, like I was, I had to do another room, and I was I was listening over, and I could hear you going. Nah, 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 nah. I had to take a piss, and I walked in, and you were killing for the ten seconds I was in there. Oh, thank you. That was the only ten seconds I did well. No, <laughs> I, I it went really well, but it was like I go out three hours into the show, and they're still good. Oh, they they were good the whole the whole time. I mean, that's how good the show was. Yeah, they it, were fucking good. Everybody he killed, goes, dude. He fucking, the Death Squad shows are good shows, man. He it, knows how to fucking do it. I just don't want to promote shows anymore. I know I'm going to do that. I told you I'm doing that belly room show, but I really don't want to promote shows anymore. I have no desire because unless you put a, a killer lineup like that, nobody wants to come to your show. In, I, in Los Angeles, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, I had yeah. a, when, when I first started uh, doing comedy, or you know, when we first started doing shows together, was that like five years ago, um, I just realized like, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You could say, Joe Rogan, Dan Cook, da da da. People are just like, oh, cool, okay. Well, is it gonna be funny? Like, people in LA, there's so much to do out here, dude. It's really hard. It's like it's like oh, it's like putting a slot machine on on the strip in Vegas and trying to convince people to come there. They're like, uh, okay, like one hundred percent. Why, why is your does yours like shoot out pussy juice? You know, it's like what's language, the deal? language. Sorry, we're no Fs. Uh, no, no, I uh. I also got to do, I had a f- great week, man. I think, sit back, I think, what a great week it was. So I got to close out that. I got the lineup and I got everybody to sign it. Oh, like, that's uh, cool. Attell, Bill Burr, Joe Rowe. How many times are you going to be closing that show? That's amazing. So yeah. I got, I'm going to frame it. I'm super stoked. Oh, that's really cool, man. And then Friday night, uh, yeah, Friday night, I got asked to do the uh, San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival, which was a lot of fun. I got to do the dirty show and close out one of my shows. And you know what, man? Uh, some really funny people. Jessica Michelle Singleton is fucking hilarious. She's Dana very Moon's funny. Great. She murdered, dude. She was killing Jessica? it. Yeah, and it's funny because funny. I I I've, I saw her take this quantum leap in comedy, like from a kind of a quiet chick, and you know, girls like do the butterfly eyes and kind of float out their punchlines to like just like lasers, per- dude. precision. Just yeah, just definitive punchlines. You know, just not like trying to fucking flirt their way to a laugh. You that's know? Th- and and that's I see that a lot, and, and I never 
realize what that was, but that's that's what a lot of female comics will flirt their way to a lap. They I kinda, think there's I'll no fast f- talk my way. We all do our things, and I th- that's something that female comics do. Absolutely. I never she noticed that. She just brought it, man. And the, the ones cr- that are able to just bring it, just with no bullshit, no, you know, not using sex appeal, just bang, bang. Those are, those are the women who, who rise up to the top. So I did a show. I did two shows. I did this. One was an R show. One was an X show. And I closed out the R show, and uh, it, it went well, and I lost them in a couple bits, but that's almost what I like to do. I almost like to lose people so I can just show how good I am at getting them back. I'm at that place where I just enjoy that. I just, yeah, you're like you're like a test pilot, and you just cut the engine and go right down to Catalina Island, pull back up, and cruise over Long yeah, Beach. Yeah, a lot of people call me the L. Ron Hubbard of stand-up comedy, where like uh, the f- plane was full. You ever hear that? That's no. a big thing when you go on the L. Ron Hubbard Museum. What happened? They tell you that he the was story? in a plane, and it was going down, and within one foot, and he pulled it up, and he What saved- a man. Oh. Yeah. What a man. And so stupid. The leader of Korea, too. What's his name? Kim Jong-un. Have you heard all the factoids yeah. that they think about him? He invented the cheeseburger. Yeah. He gets hole-in-ones every time he golfs. Like, And it's just, it's amazing. It's like, oh. I, I, my, my friend Greg Lukasevich is really funny. He goes, dude, I just started believing everybody, everything they tell me, and my life's been going great. I go, what do you mean? He goes, even when you know someone's lying, you just can live in a world where, That's like, so nobody funny. lies. And I go, he goes, it's working out amazing. Someone's just- like... I just fucked four girls. You're like, huh, awesome. You're the man. Like, yeah. you just believe everything. It would be so good. If you thought like that, you could enjoy network entertainment, like network everything. television. You just go, ha, ha, You could get, you'd be like, dude, Taylor Swift playing the Staples Center. Who's in? And we got, I got four tickets. And you can just go and enjoy that poppy shit. You know and what? And just be like, yeah. If, if, if someone asked me, the heart, the, the the opiates. What do they do for you? You know, other than like le- alleviating my problems and like, the anxiety and the fear, they allowed me to be a part of the general population. Oh, and that's like, so funny. As soon as I did oxycotton, I was like, oh cool, let's just go to Target. Like, oh cool, <laughs> a hit movie's coming out. I can't wait to go and sit in the front. Like, there was no. It took away my my need to be. I was just like, oh cool, I let's the let's go to Applebee's. What's on the special menu? I like, like it, Applebee. I'm a weird guy. Like I, I question at, everything. But I, worked, I love Applebee's. I worked at Applebee's and I got fired for I was a line cook at Applebee's and I came and hung over and I threw up all over the line, the back <laughs> line. So I was drinking vodka and they had some shrimp come up and I just went Bleh. Just started spraying, and I just took my apron, threw it in the trash can, and walked out. And I think like, Gary calling in, but I want to tell the story. Okay. Well, just can we do? Can we talk to Feng Chao for a second? Is it Feng Chao? Yeah, he said he's gonna call. Who is it? Hi, you're on with the International Bad Boys. Who's this? Is this the International Bad Boys? Oh, this is so. I know that fucking gook mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez, Sam. I know it. Yeah, you got the right place. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are you uh, on a phone down in a hole right now? Where are you? You sound like about fifty feet from your fucking phone. Don't worry about it. I'm just trying to call you guys and tell you who's the real nigger. Here. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. We don't condone that language, even though I just call you a gook. Yeah. The N word is a little. Dude, this isn't China anymore. Okay. You can't use that language. Bunch out. What makes you think you could just call here and say that to us? Well, I want to see the Chinaman carrying the railroad flag. Well, <laughs> when did when did uh, Feng Chao start talking like Tommy? He sounds like <laughs> you know Chinese I mean? Tommy. Wow, well, okay. Hey, Feng Chao, so 
you did some uh, LSD recently. Did you learn anything from your trip? I did. What did you learn? Stay white. <laughs> <laughs> Feng Chao. Now, uh, real quick, can you give a background on Feng Chao? Feng Chao is from Beijing, China. He came over here to be a world-famous comedian. And, Sam, in record time, I think he's he's achieving that goal. He's going to be – you're going to be doing stand-up with Steve Simone in China this week or next week? Yes, but I want to tell you guys I'm here just – uh, I just wanted to eat all the bacon cheeseburger that has crushed all the pink vaginas. That's my real goal. <laughs> he is the most American American there is. Like oh, he came over here. Do you remember he, the one uh, Chinese comic chick that was coming through the comedy store that used to do Dom Barris's show all the time? No. And she used to be called uh, White Trash Brittany. That no. was her American name. Uh, and her she, name is White Trash Amber. And White Trash Amber. That's right. She came through and. Uh, she we she made a stupid bet with me that I didn't take serious, but it was a twenty dollar bet. I was just joking around, and she won, and she demanded her money. I'm like, I'm oh not yeah, giving you money. She's like, let's go on Judge Judy. We be famous, and she thought like if we went on Judge Judy, we'd be famous people. Feng Chao, what do you think about that woman that he's talking about? What's your opinion? I don't know her. Have you hit it? Like not physically, but sexually. All bitches are crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, word is that you're part of the. Uh, Word is you're part of the um, uh, triads. Is that true? Were you a triad in China? Uh, I can't really answer that question, but I can make a couple phone calls to make things happen. If you guys <laughs> damn. God uh, damn. All right, Doc just walked in, and Sam has a story. Feng Chao, I'll see you tonight. Huh, at he, he didn't answer the question, oh. dude. Well, he, The he, whole point of having him call in was, how was it doing acid at the comedy store? Uh, it's a good trip if you are a Hollywood cool guy, you know how to talk and behave, and then you just act real cool. Did you learn if anything? You're a, if you're a, like a fucking Palmer, you're going to stay Palmer forever. Oh, so what, what, uh, what advice do you have for new comics coming into the comedy store, Feng Chao? New comics? Yeah, you heard me. Uh, Let me ask uh, you something, be, Feng Chao. Be humble and nice. Otherwise, quit comedy right now. Well, well, what make... about you calling Mark Marin Marky Mark? What about that? Well, you know, like, uh, who's the real nigger now, bitch? <laughs> oh, darn. We gotta, he's on fire, dude. We're about to we gotta, put on we, a black man. Yeah, we got to cut him off. We got to cut. Feng Chao, All we right. love you. We'll see you tonight. Bye, guys. Bye. Stay white. Bye. 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 You okay, dude? You okay? Yeah. Are you all right? Hey, so listen, dude. What up? Here's, uh, before we bring your guest on, uh, and we're very excited. Feng Chao's out of control, huh? Yeah, he dropped a couple M-bombs. I'm glad that uh, Doc wasn't on <laughs> yeah, there. Feng Chao doesn't know that. I don't think he knows he can't say that. <laughs> that's how he identifies. Wow, that's, uh... <laughs> we we get he... rid of Tommy. Now there's a new guy dropping M-bombs. <laughs> was yeah. he dropping an M-bomb in a good way, though? Was yeah, it? yeah. Okay, then we'll let it slide. Then. I, guess, <laughs> yeah, uh, well. I don't know why he gets the pass, man. He just doesn't, he does not care. He <laughs> it's just... not a... Feng Chao is one of those dudes where he... He he's just he's Chinese poor. ghetto. Yeah, and he, but he's—I think he knows this. He knows where to drop it. You yeah, yeah, I mean? he's like, gangster. He, he ain't he a cop. Get... saying, hey. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to tell a story, and then we'll get into. Uh, we're super excited to have you on. Doc. Super excited. You're yeah, a good I'm friend of ours, and uh, I think you're hilariously awesome. So. Thank you. Um, so I, I did the San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival, and I did the Nasty Show, and right 
uh, before I go on is Brett Ernst, and Brett Ernst is killing. And, you know, I just got done doing this one show where I kind of lost people here and there when I got dirty, and everybody acts like, uh, you know, like nobody's in the weird shit. And, like, the worst thing to do about rich white crowds is that you know they're the kinkiest people. Mm -hmm. Really? They're the dirtiest people. I didn't know that. They're bored. They're bored. They've done got it all. All the money in the world. They got all the money. Everybody kisses their ass. They want weird shit, man. Like they're the ones who like to go have these like big black dick parties in Orange County. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's like this notorious group in fucking Orange County where these rich white guys. I'd like to go. Just check it out. Well, you got to have a wife that the, these brothers can fucking knock yeah, the bottoms swingers, out of. Fucking. That's all they are. Yeah, like in uh, wow. Vegas, nice. you know, during the AVNs, like there's this guy named Voodoo, and he's got a giant black dick. And I know Voodoo. Two thousand dollars, he'll fuck your wife in front of you. Wow. wow. That's insane. Dude. Right. Right. So. So. I'm doing Sam, and they're just getting uppity, and I got really angry. And then, so I'm like, I, I, so Brett goes up, and uh, he gets done. He's walking up, and I'm walking towards my thing, and I go, I just hate people, right? You said that to his ear? Yeah, I go as he's walking by, and I go, and I start flamethrowing this fucking room. I mean, just destroying it, right, and going off on these people. And then this one girl in the front, this older lady, I'd say she's anywhere from the age of 37 to 45. She's anywhere in there. And, you know, she's got crazy eyes, right? And I'll get into that later. But I started talking to her, and I started talking about teachers, uh, teachers banging their students. And she gets, hey, I'm a teacher. And I go, I can tell that. You got those crazy cat eyes. You look like you have about 50 cats, you know? And you probably <laughs> bang your kids. And she, so anyways, and I'm killing, 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 killing. Right. I get off stage, and I walk up, and everybody's high-fiving me. I go, dude, that was an awesome set. Here comes crazy cat lady. Gets in my grill, starts yelling at me. You don't understand. I'm a teacher. I go, yeah, that's great. She goes, you think I fuck my kids? I love my kids. I go, yeah, you love them so much you fuck them, right? And, and she's like, no, that's not what. And she starts yelling at me. And you're just watching all the comics just sit back and watch. And occasionally... Brett Ernst would add gas to the fire and be like, oh, yeah, he said teachers get paid too much. What'd you say? <laughs> and I'm looking at her, and I, she has kind of a smirk on her face, and I right. realize she's not really angry. She's just really turned on and horny. Oh, wow. And it's like that weird moment where, like, because I have this theory that men and women, when they don't get laid, they have different reactions. Like, when men don't get laid, they get creepy. You yeah, know, they start yeah, looking yeah. at weird shit. They start creeping people out, and they start just saying weird shit. Like, they meet a girl within two seconds. They're like, hey, can I lick your asshole? You know, like, like they, they don't Straight care anymore. They they just, they're just gone. No boundaries, no shit. Yeah, exactly. So when when women don't get laid, they get they get angry. Mm. Like, they get, they get really angry because, you know, they haven't gotten dick in a while, and they just get pissed, and they're always angry. I could just tell she had that really, like, fine line of, like, I, I haven't gotten laid in a while, and I'm doing whatever I can to flirt with you. And if there wasn't anybody around, I, I know she'd try to fucking try to try get, to get some going, that, yeah. dude. But Brett Ernst is like, every time I work with you, somebody's coming at me. I literally <laughs> murdered the thing. And then Brett's saying the meanest shit to her, and she's laughing at him, and then just fucking <laughs> going fucking. crazy on me. And it's just Brett. the truth, man. It's uh, just Brett. I've just done so much comedy that I just know patterns in people. And when women are angry, it's because they haven't gotten laid in a while. When guys are fucking creepy, it's because they haven't been laid in a while. And that's how it goes, dude. And that was it, dude. The story of just me getting... And then the next night we did the UFC 196 for Punch Drunk, and it was one of the best nights of my life. It was so much fun. So I had a great weekend, but enough about me. <laughs> Let's get into our guest. You want to introduce our guest? Yes. Uh, how long have you been... How long have we known each other? For a long time. Has it been like 10 years? It's wow. been more than that because... Uh... 
You used to host the open mic. Yeah, you know, oh, that was, so that's uh, bitter. Who did? Oh, no way. Was he a good potluck host? Oh, he was the greatest. Oh, man. I want to see that. Joey Diaz. Are you really? Uh, yeah, really? Caparillo, Bobby Lee, all of them oh, used to host. Yeah, that's man. so funny because, you know, I see Where you like, are, I was. Back then, it was just strictly paid regulars to host. So, like, wow. these guys was... Murderers. Yeah, murderers, man. They, Joey and them used to kill it. Sergio oh. Love used to host. Okay, Even I have yours. an issue. You're one of, the, one of my favorite people. You're one of the nicest guys, and you never fuck with you. That's what I've learned. Because this guy <laughs> has zero fucks. Please welcome to the show, Doc Willis. Yeah! One time. It's about time. In the building. Doc has been working at the Comedy Store for a while, and, uh, I, you know, we've been friends for a long time, and... Uh, I'm super happy you come on the show because you've seen so much. You've right. you've been at the comedy store probably 12, 13 years, would you say? Yeah, and I'll be coming up, actually 11, be coming up. Maybe uh, 12. You might maybe 11 yeah. or 12 yeah, years. Yeah, so somewhere. you've seen it where it came from like when my group kind of got picked up maybe 13, 14 years ago where literally I was telling someone the other day, like my crowd, my group. Your class. My class. I don't give a fuck what anyone, we saved the comedy store. Yeah. And I'm going to say it, and I'll say it to anybody. My class, Amaz Jabrani, Brett Ernst, uh, John Caparillo, Sebastian Maniscalco. Kirk Fox? Uh, no, Kurt Fox. Kurt Fox, he was, no, he was still there. He was, remember, he got paid a regular, like, 2003, 2004. No, so he was. Yeah, but we were, like, 2000. But maybe. Bobby Lee? They, yeah, Bobby, Bobby Lee was Lee. in that group. Even though he got picked up earlier, he's still with that group. We saved the class because she gutted the lineup. She got yeah. rid of all these 70s and 80s acts that were around too yeah. long. Yeah. Got rid of them. And there was this huge hole. And there was no... Right. no way it, yeah. So she just threw us all in there. And it all started coming back. Yeah, and that's man. when the turn happened. Yeah. And that's when Tommy got in. And then he kind of cultivated it. And then they got rid of him. And now it's in this like supernova time that's in like, you know, it's yeah, like it's this. Crazy. And Doc has, has so many good stories. My first night training was with you in the lot. I jump in your car and you just yeah. kind of give me the rundown. It's like a scene out of a movie. Like yeah. you, you just get dropped off into prison. And Doc's like, you ever been to prison before? You know, <laughs> he's like, all right, this is over here. Don't fuck with these guys. Fuck with these guys. Right. This is over here. And you just give me the so whole the, layout. Come in, so the parking think. lot is like a, the, the, the fuck. Well, that's, the, that's the initiation. Everybody yeah, has to go like, through. You if gotta, you come, <laughs> everybody has to go through Doc. Yeah. Because it's like, he's like you, Red know, and you know, Sam, it's, we have to keep, even though it's going more corporate, we got to keep it still, yeah. still comedy store flavor. So I'm trying, I, I dropped, dude, the, I'm I dropped trying. the flavor on them. I go, this is how it is, blah, blah, blah. Make sure you do this, do your job, and just have fun in this. Yeah, part. I remember we were sitting in your car, listening to, yeah. like, listening to some comedy CDs, and you're just giving me the whole rundown. Yeah. And then you start to tell me. Then someone would come and he'd be like, "Hey, where's Doc? Hey, where's Doc?" And you you would tell me over the last year you've been telling me bits and pieces of the best stories ever. Yeah. And then I'll go in to listen to someone on stage, not tell that great of a story. And you're like, I'm like, wait, wait a minute. You, so there's guns? And you're like, oh, all day. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like Steve, go back to the main room. And someone's like, so my pussy hurts. I'm like, dude, Doc's like killing it in the fucking parking lot. I want to hear. Let's start off with. Uh, I don't want to get into. I, you're from Detroit. From Detroit, yeah. You started. You, you were. You used to gangbang and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, when I was a teenager. And yeah. then you moved to. And we'll get into that stuff after the story okay. I want you to tell. We'll, we'll get there's, more. Yeah, there's background. two stories. Yeah. So you come from Detroit. How do you end up at the comedy store? Uh, this girl, she brought me on Sunset Boulevard, and I saw the club, and I was like, oh man, I saw that. You know, I saw it on the E Channel when when Missy had the yeah. that whole thing, and I was like, damn, that's that's the spot right there. So I always wanted to do comedy. I said, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to come there. So when I came there, Bobby Lee was the was hosting. This is before we got on Mad TV. Yeah, and he I got off stage. 
because I wouldn't talk to nobody. So I always come in and be out. Why were and, you insecure? Or were you yeah, just very like, insecure. Fuck everybody that very, very, yeah. very, it's very intimidating. Insecure. The yeah, you know, because yeah. it, it was brand new for me to to try. I had just moved to California, and I was like trying to get into the atmosphere of Hollywood and stand up comedy was the what I wanted to do. Right. So it was just like intimidating to know that Richard Pryor and all them been on the same stage. So uh, I would just would just try to come in, do my little three minutes, and go. You know, especially you bomb. You be, oh. <laughs> oh, that's like man, that's your soul leave. <laughs> when you first begin, oh. you never want to come back. So then, <laughs> I when I got off stage, Bobby Lee was like, hey, uh, he said, come here for a second. And he pulled me into the uh, OR bathroom. And he's like, let, let me tell you something, man. He just wanted to talk so much shorter than that. Yeah, probably. He was like, he saw a connection. We the same, huh? We, <laughs> we got to stick together. We got to move. We got to move as one. We got to be gaggled. people. <laughs> so then he said, hey, man, he said, you know what? He said, man, you're funny. He's like, no, listen, man, I'm telling you, you're funny. He said, you need to start doing comedy more. Start coming every week. And I was like, man, I tried. Because at that time, I was living in back, in back East L.A. and working over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it was hard for me to get back and forth. The only day I could come with on Sundays, and I wouldn't come that much. And then, like, I came again. And, you know, back then, we used to do the lottery. Yeah. Pull a ticket, and then when yeah. you get a number, you go right, up. Right, right, right. <laughs> so then uh, I got one again the next week. And then I wound up getting one a third week in a row, and I bombed. So I ain't come back for like a year. Really? <laughs> yeah, I get yeah, yeah. it. Why did you come back oh, for a year? Sam, I understand hey. completely, Doc. Dude. I, I wanted to die. Dude, I'm telling you, Sam, I was like, man, that shit just took like took the wind out of me. <laughs> no. I said, man, what the fuck happened? Like, I didn't go to Potluck so, for two weeks, and was, I worked there because I had a bad set. And I to just, let people know, you this is a three-minute set. Three minutes, So man. you you feel like you bombed in three minutes right. that you didn't come back for a year. Right, oh, right. I, Doc, I love you even more, man. Here's the, here's the, here's <laughs> the, here's, the, here's, the, here's the even crazy is like, uh, when I did, I started, what I did was I just was just come back and watch the shows. I said, I need to learn. <laughs> <laughs> so you I wouldn't, I didn't come not come out. back to the open mic, but on the weekends when I would have a Saturday off, I would come or a Friday off, I would come and just sit down and watch the show all the time and talk to Freddie and Caprillo because back then they were still on the door. Right. And then, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. 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 They was on the door. So I would I talk remember to them. Freddie Soto was driving uh, Mitzi around that time. Right. Right. Pick him up. Drive right. Him back down. When I saw the, uh, Lockhart, Lockhart was on uh, the door and uh, Soto. I think he kind of he got or made a pay regular like 2002 something like that so then uh, no he got made because I got picked up in 2000 about 2000 right and he was already regular when I got picked up so he got picked up late 1990s Okay, okay. Yeah, because okay. I got picked up in 2000 and then 9-11. Yeah, yeah, what I'm talking about, that's right. I was seeing him in the regular shows. I'm yeah, like, yeah, 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 I'm way off. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so then uh I came back here and there, here and there, and then, like... You're sitting in the back? Sitting in the back. And then one day, this old lady stops me, and it's uh, it's Missy. Yeah. But I had no idea, because I never talked to nobody, really. Who and nobody, she was? Yeah, that's just, she was sitting in the back by the door. So when I walked by her, she grabbed me, and she's like, hey, you want to work here? You work here yet? And I was like... Nah, I was like, I don't, I don't work here. And I pulled my arm away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> doc. I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> so, my God. Yeah, dude, I didn't know. So, like, when when I got hired, Pulled the first day away. she came into the back of our door, she looked at me. She goes, oh, I know him. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, fuck it. People don't realize how, like, the pressure cooker that it is talking to Mitchie Shore back then. Oh. Like, every, you got to think Every line you're gonna say, dude, because it's so calculated, and you just don't know 
when she would just pick up something in her head that she didn't like, and then you were stuck with that. Yeah, and really. It's just like it yeah. took forever to get that. Yeah. Like, it was crazy, dude. Yeah. The pressure cooker that was meeting Mitzi Shore. Like once I found out that was her, like I was at her face all the time to the point where. Tommy had to come tell me, Missy said you'd be talking to her too much. You got a bag on her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just trying to like make get get in good with her, man. Yeah. And then fuck <laughs> just just insane, man. And since I've been working there, it's it's just been like the craziest experience of my not. It's of the my craziest life, but... place in the world. Yeah, man. It's... And it's but here's the thing. It's crazy, but it's not nearly as crazy as it used to be. And I know, like, Man. in the 70s, it was crazy. Right. But there was just time when, like, Mitzi was gone, like, right before this new regime came in. And they're doing a great job. But when Mitzi wasn't around and Polly wasn't around and nobody was Man, around, it, it was, was crazy. Tommy running everything with Adam trying to, you know, keep the ship <laughs> from fucking crashing <laughs> into the iceberg. And it was just... <laughs> It was like it was just man, cocaine, blowjobs on the on the stage, the chicks, man, just pull it. It was just like who, the, like I'm like, what the fuck? When I heard that, I go, I came in, I'm like, somebody got a blowjob. I'm like, who the fuck was it that day? It was it was uh, Ari Shafir <laughs> and Damondelia. Yeah, Damondelia. And there's like... this porn star who's still doing porn, Sunny Leone, I believe her. Sunny Lane is her name. Oh. Uh, and I remember going, hey, what she do? She goes, uh, I do porn. I'm like, really? Are you a big name? She's like, no, I'm a low level. I'm a D-lister porn star. I'm like, that's so sad. Oh, that you, you think you're a low level yeah. porn star? <laughs> so at the end, basically, I don't know if we told the story here, but basically, I look. Uh, I, I'm hitting on her. I'm talking to her, and mm. then all the other young comics, the were jackals, up, were coming up hitting on her. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm not really into fucking porn stars. I'm really not. So. Like they were hitting on her. I don't I'm know like, if okay, that's true, Sam, but I'm go, not go in on. The fucking porn star. <laughs> yeah, all right, bro. You don't know my. Yeah, I'm not all. into bean and cheese burritos either, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I like the fucking corrupt Sam Tripoli. I like said, the corrupt chicks. All right, that's my thing. Okay. Yeah, Sam Tripoli just said I'm not into fucking porn stars. I don't know if there's ever been a lie bigger that's been told on this podcast yet. Yeah, I have uh, never fucked one of the porn stars, and I've had okay, never duties not once. Okay. Wow. Okay. Not once. Dude. Okay. Fair. Enough. I know I've told you some creepy shit I've done. <laughs> so I really have no reason to lie to you. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, right. okay. I would tell right. you if I fuck some weird. Okay, okay. I told you way worse. You dude. have. Right. Okay? okay. I haven't fucked anybody. It's just it's not my thing. I I I like, you like being around, but you just I like what the, I dude the reason I started the naughty show was that I would at that time dirty wasn't in. You couldn't do dirty. So you jokes. own a slaughterhouse and you don't eat meat is what you're telling me. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. working at a slaughterhouse. <laughs> yeah. And and we love that. Fuck That's man. bad boy shit. Yeah. So uh so I remember I'm like, oh I'm like, oh you do porn, blah blah blah. So anyways, my all the young comics are hitting on her. I kind of walk away to take care of some. I come back. All the young comics are gone. And this one guy who's now a comic is talking to her. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who? I, I forget the young comic's name, but he does comedy now. And he's hitting on her. He wasn't a comic at the time. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I go, yo, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> that You're taking our... Dude, we were talking to her. Now you're talking to her, right? Yeah. And... uh. She goes, oh, you don't know who this is? And she's just having fun. This is blah, blah, blah. He's in porn. He's got the biggest dick in the business. I go, bullshit. I go, you know who's got a bigger dick? Damn it, don't there. <laughs> Does he have a big dick? And she goes, oh, he's got bigger dicks. And this chick reaches down this other comic's pet and just starts jerking him off. 
Wow. I go, oh, are we wow. going to have a big dick competition? She goes, yeah, let's do it. I look over. Damn, Madonna's got this other chick that he's hanging with. She got her her hand down his pants, and she's jerking him off. And wow. I'm like, oh, we got an old In fashion. the OR? No, this is on the patio. Oh, I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was on stage, though. But oh, we get it. Okay. So I'm just wanting to go, what the fuck is going on here? There's a jerk-off <laughs> session. And I look up, and Don Barris is staring in the window going, come up on stage. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess we're going up on stage. So we bring her up on stage. And uh, Don's this is like, going on on the patio on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. so he brings oh he brings God <laughs> Sunset Boulevard right across from the House of Blues, like yeah. with tourists walking yeah, by. Man, we bring the people, and it's so late, right? Literally, the entire crowd is comics and a couple patrons who just realized something crazy is about. To happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, we're yeah. not gonna say anything. We're just gonna watch, right? Yeah. So we bring him up, and Don's like, what's going on? I go, Don, this is Sunny Lane. She's an adult film star, and. Uh, basically, we were having a who's got a bigger dick competition between these two guys. And he's like, well, we should sell that here. I go, yeah, we should. She go, I go, hey, will you do what you did out there here? She goes, I'll do better. I'll suck both their dicks <laughs> and measure who's got a bigger dick. I'm like, oh. And at that point, I realized something it's weird it's about yeah, to happen. Yeah. And I slowly walk off stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm off stage. I'm no longer part Funny. of this, dude. Yeah. Something weird's going to happen. Every so time. So she gets buck naked on stage. Yeah. The, the, the guy who's a comic now freaks out, realizes something's getting weird. He's going to have to whip his dick out. He goes, I don't want to do this. Our Shafir just runs up saying, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> so now it's Damodos versus Ari Shafir. This girl pulls both of their pants down, sits them down, and she starts fucking chugging. Wow. Why the Bears yeah. can't be overdrive right. is fucking rocking. <laughs> All the wait staff is sitting there. Oh, yeah. Everyone is watching. I'm like, what is going on? And I think on? I came in because Are it was so many. Too? Yeah, I think it was it's so many times women was up there with their titties out or flashing a pussy that I just would come in and just be like, all right, I'm out of here. These motherfuckers. Because <laughs> yeah, it's always see, doing yeah, Don Barry yeah. section. Yeah, it's never it like doing nothing else. It's either that or Ari was pulling his balls off sometimes. <laughs> the two times I got laid at the comedy store, you know, like I haven't fucked anybody that works there, but I fucked two customers. I, I wouldn't even call them customers. It was like at, at the end of the night when Don's right. just like, now you're going to go home with Steve Rant. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, Steve, grab her hand and just take her home. And I did exactly what Don said. I just nailed two girls. <laughs> Don is beyond brilliant. Yeah, uh, he is he, very much so. Don could Don, if he didn't, he's so smart to keep that 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 uh, crowd warm-up job with Kimmel because he's going to be able to have that forever. Yeah, you right. know, But I wonder what Don could have done if he just gone off and tried to get like a hosting job or something On like his own? that. Like, he could have right. done it, yeah. How great he would he's be. He's so, so, so naturally funny. Oh, man. and he's so smart. Yeah. Like, I didn't get it at first, and then later on I'm like, whoa, this guy is everybody else is playing checkers. He's playing chess. He's mm -hmm. that smart. So she's blowing him. They're doing the thing. And, and they go and they... They get a ruler out and they measure, and Ari wins. Andrea, this waitress doesn't work there, snitches on everybody. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Calls start coming in. Nobody's talking. Nobody will say, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm never going to be here again. And right. nobody says my name. I get really lucky, right? Yeah. The only person who gets suspended Damn. is Damadonis because he lost the big dick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. How funny is that? That's, that's a comedy story. Yeah, so that's how you've, you've been doing some crazy shit. There was the. Were you there for the Eddie Griffin shooting of people from on stage and shit? No, no. Okay, no, no. I was there for several things for the Cat Williams Jamar incident. Yeah, when I was there for that. Uh, 
But right. well, I want to get into this because he the, told me the, this side this story a long time ago. I'm like, oh, this is well, great. There's, there's a, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple doc stories I'd like. You have 45 minutes, so you got right. some fun space to work with. There are plenty of space to work with. Two two stories I love are, are when you go to jump in to move, jump into someone's car, right? Move it. Oh yeah, yeah. And who's in the car? Oh, Suge Knight. And you didn't know he's in there, so you just jump in a car, and there's fucking your worst nightmare (laughs) sitting in the backseat? No, he's sitting right there in the passenger seat and shit. All right, so start it off. Start how the show, we get, you, people don't know you are the lock guy. Yeah, I worked in the parking lot When I first got picked up, there was a guy named Chewy did the lot, and he treated everybody like shit, and if- yeah, we've heard bad things about now, Chewy. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't put up with any of the shit he gave. I was such a young kid. Right, now right. I'd knock him the fuck out. Right. Like, Doc's I, cool I, as fuck. Right. You know? So he got fired. I helped get him fired. Right. And then there was a series <laughs> of people right. who became, and you've now done it for a little while, and you're really great at it. So tell him the whole dynamic of being and why a lot guy's important at the comedy store. And then jump into the Suge thing. Because, uh... The lot is, first of all, it's small, and they only hold like 30 cars. We have, in any given night, we have a total of anywhere from five to six shows every, just just about every night, because there's like either, not every night, but there's like two shows in certain rooms, especially on the weekend. So you got to have somebody like out there watching the cars, and, and not necessarily valet, but just watching the cars and moving around to make sure everybody get in and, 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 and just to let you know, I mean, we're talking like not just like low end. Not, I don't want to say like newer comics and comics who are kind of coming up uh, who have talking. like beater cars. Yeah, you're talking, talking phantoms like phantoms and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. 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 roll up, yeah. drop off a car. You better not scratch it. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> Remember when uh when uh when Michael Richards did the tirade that, yeah. that Friday? Well, that last Saturday, I crashed this hundred and twenty thousand dollars <laughs> on the what? wall. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> you did? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran it into the wall. Oh my <laughs> the, god. The, the Friday before, then that next Friday, he got into it with the other black guy at the at the laugh factory, <laughs> and then he was like, "You." <laughs> so you had a part in that. Right, yeah, that's what everybody that? was saying. It was like, "It's your fault." Cause you that's, fucking crashed. You crashed his car. He ended up dropping. <laughs> <down the line. laughs> right. So I was like, "Fuck, man!" And then I was trying to tell people, "Like, no, he's a he's a good dude." Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's got to be really hard. Cause in a weird way, but, with the amount of space. That you're dealing with Sam. It is heart my surgery. first night, I I went and told Tebow. I said I said I want this job more than anything in the world. I'm gonna have a breakdown if I'm on the lot. Like that's just not my brain. Yeah. It's so stressful. People are like yo yo, I need my car now, and it's like yeah. I, I I told I was like I can't do this. Customers I can't pulling do this. in on you, and it's back. And then at that time, that's when it was really busy. And you know, like this is when the boom happened with Caparillo and everybody and Sam and everybody was getting his. He got his Spike TV. Everybody was just like, like, like everything was happening. So it was hard to. It was way harder. And then we 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 used to have to park cars on the rail all the way to the top. Oh yeah, like, I remember insane. that. Insane. So it was this particular same moment. I had all these cars, and I had to try to get his car back in. And this girl was trying to like run behind the car so i tried to step on the gas and get in the driveway fast and not know i was close to the comedy store wall and i just hear <laughs> so then everybody by the bar and the patio turned they go what the fuck and then i get out i go god damn it like his whole 
fucking rear left, I mean right, oh. right, right, uh, rear quarter panel and bumper just big black from the paint from the oh comedy store paint. I'm like, God. oh my fuck. So I run in the building because I gotta go tell him. I'm like, God, I gotta go tell him. As soon as I uh, walk in, and then I hear uh, Danny tell tell Michael Richards, "You're next," and then I'm like, shit, I ain't telling him nothing. <laughs> so, so I go back outside. I'm like, man, I gotta calm down. I gotta think. I gotta think what to say to him. So he came out, and I got before before he came out, I caught him in the hallway. I said, hey. Before you go out there, I got to tell you something. I said, man, I, 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 I messed up your car. And he goes, yeah? He goes, how bad is it? I said, man, it's pretty bad. I said, it's your left side. I mean, your driver, or passenger side. And he's like, he's like, oh, all right, well, let me see it. And he came out. And he looked at it. He goes, oh, boy, okay. He said, well, what happened? I said, man, it was this woman coming. He was like, oh, it was a woman? You was looking at a woman? He said, okay, that's fine. I get it. All right. Oh, <laughs> really? yeah, yeah, just like that, man. He said, don't worry. We got people. I got people that can fix this. Don't worry about it. And then he jumped in the car and left. Oh, that wow. was nice. But then his wife saw the car. And she called to the comedy store the next day, or he, or had him call to the comedy oh. store. He's like, oh, my wife is complaining. And she was saying, like, you know, we can't be bringing those type of cars up there if they're going to be tearing them up and this and that. So it was just like everybody, Dean was like, well, don't worry about it, man. Just make sure you be careful the next time. Then the next, that next Friday, he came in a $200,000 biz. <laughs> Like God damn, like goddamn so, right? Like yeah, yeah but I was like fucking yeah, I was I was panicking, and then, then that's he left there, and then that's when he went down to the Laugh Factory, and that whole thing happened. So you never have to worry about those cars again. No, never again. So so you <laughs> so you're jumping in and out, of moving. It's like a weird way. It's Tetris. like Tetris. Yeah, man. yeah. You're just moving these cars in this really small space, and everybody like a big a big part of being picked up as a regular is. You get to park in the lot because everywhere else is twenty dollars, or you got parkway. That's that's a right, big right. deal. Like wait, like like I'm a door guy, and sometimes I'll just park in the lot for five seconds to drop. People are like, oh, what do you think? Who do you think you are now? You know, like people talk <laughs> shit. Like, oh, look who got fucking <laughs> passed. Stevenson. Like yeah, you, 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 do, you got to earn that spot. People don't get it, man. You know, like you get like especially old regulars. They try to run this game on me, like from the '90s, early '90s or '80s, and I'm like, and they're like. No, any paid regular could park. I'm like, no, nah, that's never been a rule, even that's since I rule. came. I'm like, it's the people on the list. I already know the rule. Right. So, like, I get into these arguments with people all the time. They don't get it. They just Some of them are just so bitter and jaded. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You, you ever be- had, like, I used to work the door and be like some guy. I'm not going to say his last name. But uh, he came in, and I'm like, sir, you got to buy tickets. He's like, I'm a regular. I'm like, uh, who talks to another comic like that? Yeah. They do that all the time, though. They still do. Yeah. Sam, yeah, they still. Yeah. Yeah. They, they come. I'm a paid. Oh, you should. They're like you're not famous. Like yeah. you're in denial. Yeah. You're another headshot <laughs> on the endless wall of headshots. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like you can't possibly. On the think. wall of death. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. It's very humbling wall. Right. So, so sometimes you got to jump in the car and move a car. Right. Now, take so over. in this you particular go. moment, I. Uh, Cat Williams came and he had he had uh, Suge Knight managing him, but I remember that. I think it was kind of more like bodyguard type of thing too, but it was more he was saying that it was his manager. So <laughs> just weird groups. of people. They came and they both got out of the truck and then they went in and then I was moving cars around and then somebody started talking to me and I started talking for a minute and then somebody else pulled in and I said, oh shoot, let me uh, let me move Cat's truck. Because I said, you know what, I need to put that over there, this big-ass Escalade. Huge. So I, I walk over to the truck, uh, open the door, I get in the truck, and then I get ready to start the truck, and then I just hear, what up, dog? And then I turn, I go, what the fuck? And I, 
<laughs> he's rolling a blunt in Who's the fucking uh, Suge Knight. Suge Knight's yeah, in the car. Right. He's sitting on the, on the passenger side rolling the blunt. I go, what the fuck? And then he's like, what's going on? I was like, shit, man, ain't shit going on. So, <laughs> so I'm like, let me fucking move this truck over here. I said, I'm just going to park it over here. And then as I'm parking it, he goes, yeah, man. He say, so where you from? And I was like, I'm from Detroit, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. He's like, I, I know uh, Big Meech from Detroit. So Big Meech is like, you ever heard the... Uh, the the song by Rick Ross, I, I think I'm Big Meech, yeah. Larry Hoover. Okay, Big Meech is this big drug dealer from Detroit that stationed down in Atlanta and became one of the biggest drug dealers in probably He's America. He's like a Pablo Escobar. And, and my first day at the lot, you were telling me this story. You were telling me about Big Meech, and I was yeah. like, you're like, you want to just watch Big Meech videos? I'm like, I thought you never asked. Yeah. We're just watching YouTube videos. This guy, like, we're taking over the fucking yeah, world. Yeah, because that He's was his thing. Shit. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, you can, you can fuck my bitch. I'll fuck yeah, your bitch. Yeah, it's all love. Saying. We'll kill yeah. you if we have to, but it's all family. Yeah. And just like crazy. Yeah, he's like flashy and this and that. He was like, yeah, he's like, that's my homie. He said, that dude was wild, man. I said, yeah, and blah, blah, blah. Then he just, he had a moment and he starts being honest and sincere. He's like, <laughs> He goes, man. You know what? Tell you the truth, man. I, I ain't, I ain't really care about being the blood. It, he's like, man, gangs is for bitches, like that. And I go, yeah. I said, I was in a gang too. I said, yeah, really, it is. I said, gang banging ain't really. It's not. Right. It's not really like like people think it's like tough. But it's like a lot of the guys who be seeking protection or they just want to be part of it. You just want to be part of a group. Yeah, right, right. And I was telling him I was in the same thing and I was in the gang and blah, blah, blah. And then he starts talking to me about Tupac and how he was saying like, yeah, you know, he said, I remember one time Tupac in here, some guy like, I guess, knocked Tupac out and then him and their guys went and beat up the guys right there in the, at the club and it was just at like at the comedy store? Yeah, I think that's what he said. I'm yeah. not 100% but yeah. so I don't remember exactly but where it was at. And then he he started going on and on and this and that and then he looks up the front and we sitting in the car. This is about 45 minutes into the conversation. What is he talking about though during he's the 45 just like, minutes? Like he's he's he was telling me about Pac and just telling me about all the stuff like that that he was going through as 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 a man he cuz he was saying that all he wanted to do was make money and he said that it, it, all the stuff that he was going he through. He just needs to talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what I love because yeah. Doc's the guy that you would yeah. do. You'd be like, you know what? That's what I'm He's going to hear like, it all. Like, like he just, and, and this happens. Like, I don't know if it's because I, I, I used to be in the street and somehow thugs and, 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 and gangbangers, they always just like connect with me. It's always like, hey, dog, let me tell you. You just have dog. an energy. If I'm stressed, right. I'm like, Doc, I got to, I got to take five minutes with you you and steve simone so it's probably he just saw a good person he was like i could just share with this guy right so i just was listening to him and then i was like yeah you're right and i was putting him in my input and then he was like and then he looked up to the front he said oh man he said i remember right here this is in the driveway and he looked up at, in the, at the front of the driveway he said right there man we got into a shootout right there in the driveway and then i looked down i said oh shit i've been in the car with you tonight <laughs> for 45 minutes <laughs> i'm like let me get the fuck out the car because i was like Ain't, anybody could just run up and shoot me right i'm like fuck and i go man but i kind of wanted to stay and listen and talk more and talk more about tupac because i'm like a huge huge tupac fan and so i just was like all right uh sugar i gotta finish parking these cars dog <laughs> i ain't have to do shit i just was like yeah, let's end this right now i'm gone i said but it's cool talking to you dog and then he ever since when he would come back he was just cool with me ever since he would come up there he's always speak cool and that was that so but the the, the story is that he told you some information that is about tupac and how, what happened well, to well tupac? doc knows do you know who you know who either killed biggie or tupac right well we we can't say we know for sure but for supposedly it's the guy he's dead now 
for which one is this? Is this who killed Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. You want to tell the this? story? His name is. I don't know. I don't know the story of that. I mean, I know the story, but I don't know if it's. It's the same guy he got into a fight with at the casino. Can you can you tell that story? You I told, mean, you told that to me. You feel weird about telling it, or? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Are we getting in trouble? No, I won't get in trouble. It's just like you know, it was just you know, hey man, they was beefing and you know they. <laughs> he was. How do you know that this is the guy that did it? It ain't. I wouldn't say like a hundred percent that I know for sure it's him, but from what speculations is, it really was that guy. Did Suge ever say anything? Nah, he didn't say. He didn't talk. He didn't go that far into it. Actually, I cut. That's what I'm saying. He was when about he was got to? through talking about about the shootouts. He was going into another story, and then I was like, "Hey, man, I got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear no more. I don't want to be like now. Nah, I got this information. He'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna have to kill that little." <laughs> Going, he know too much, you know what I mean? Like I was like, that's enough of the confessions. Like that's it. wasn't no, no really confession. He just was just talking, just you know. What's your craziest comedy store story? Is that it, or is there anything that you're like, God damn, that we can talk about? We can't talk about the incident that happened earlier this year, but you know, like the other stuff. I want to like, know uh, who killed Tupac. <laughs> well, you'll never know that. That's, he's that, dead though. The guy you supposedly that I think it is the, the guy. What started the fight? Tupac, why? He was the other guy was a, was a crip. Tupac was he wasn't a blood, but he was with these guys, and then they were like, "There goes such and such," and they saw him in the casino, and they ran up on him. Then Tupac, if you look in the video, Tupac said something to him, and then Tupac hit him. Then they all just started jumping. The I guy. remember that video, yeah. Right, right, right. So then, for I lived I, in Vegas during this time. Right. The place that he was going to is a is an establishment three 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 club or something. It's or? cursed. Really? Yeah. Ever since then, nothing, nothing ever survives, and no business. Every every time I go to Vegas, there's a new business there. When I come back, it's been wow. shut down. It just yeah. no, nobody can last in there. Right. I remember exactly where he got shot, and it's a uh, it's this weird kind of area where still there's nothing been built in that area. It's on the um, Flamingo. It's Flamingo, and I forget the name of the street, but man. I remember when it happened. I was like, "Holy shit!" Huge. Dude. No, what's what's one of the craziest? There's so many stories like that. I guess the uh, the Jamar and Cat Williams incident was funny. What that happened was crazy. With that? Because okay, it was the day Barack won. <laughs> Jamar was just on my show last. The week. Barack so wins the the his second term, right? 2012. Right. 2012. Now Cat Williams was going around for Mitt Romney. That's what they, he was. That's, that's yes. the day. That's the he day. He had a sign. Yeah, like, had the girls with the sign. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Wait, he was going for Mitt Romney. Yeah, that's amazing. He's he room for which I, I totally don't. respect. It's uh, like just because you're black doesn't mean you have to vote for Obama. Yeah. Right. At the point we like even with this Caitlyn Jenner thing going around because she's supposedly a giant Ted Cruz fan. He's a, he she whatever yeah. is a giant Ted Cruz fan and people are flipping out yeah. because you know he's a Republican he wants to end like gay marriage he wow. wants to end abortion he's like so anti what Caitlyn Jenner's mm. lifestyle really is and like he's like I would like to be the trans uh, you know representative for Ted Cruz you're like are you fucking nuts but at the end of the day it's like. Isn't that what's supposed to be about? You're allowed to live your life and be who you want to be. Even though I think it's Ted Cruz is, is even more dangerous than Donald Trump. Everybody hates Trump. But I think if you actually listen, getting lost in the Donald Trump hysteria yeah, is the uh, crazy shit it's just like, that Ted Cruz is saying. But that's how the 
the media, they can they just washes people's brains with that back and forth, man. It's just if you keep hearing somebody's name and drop, I think some people even just just changing their mind just because of that. Like maybe there is something in, into him. You know what I'm saying? It ain't shit. Well, you know, good it's, about. It, it's it's so. Uh, CNN is just propaganda. It is yeah. all about if you really want to change the country for good, every man should do whatever he can to get his significant other to stop watching CNN. Oh, yeah. You just get women to stop watching it, the world will be such a better place. Because they <laughs> live in constant fucking fear that yeah. Islamic rapists are coming for the children. And that's all they, they, they're so, if you got them to stop watching CNN, they'd be such happy fucking people. What happened with Jamar and Kat? Well, well, Kat came and he walked into the back parking lot and he had two young girls with him. And they were carrying Mitt Romney signs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell? And then he looked at me, he put his hand out, what up, bro? And then uh, I didn't see until he, I didn't shake his hand because I was looking at the girls. And then I noticed he had his hand out. He just put his hand back and then he kept walking by. And then I, I was just looking at the girls. I was like, who are these young girls with these signs? Was he mad at you girl? for doing that or no? Nah, because he just, he, he, he noticed that I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. He didn't go, hey, man, you fucking. Yeah. So then he walks around and he goes up to the front and I'm moving cars, whatever. And then the next thing you know, I'm, I'm like, I walk up the driveway, and as I'm walking up the driveway, I just see this chaos, boom! And everybody's fighting on the patio, and then I run and I jump over the wall, and I'm trying to see who's fighting, and I see Jamar swinging on one big dude, and the people grabbing him and grabbing Jamar, and I don't see Cat nowhere on the patio, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And they go, hey, they said, Cat Williams just swung on Jamar, and I'm like, what? I go, what happened? And then Jamar was like, I don't know, man. All I did was take a picture of the two little girls with the sign. And then, <laughs> and then he said, and he told me, he said, oh, you want to take a picture of the sign? He said, well, if you want to exercise your right to take a picture, I can exercise my right to punch you in the face. And then he swung on him. So wow. then, like. He's nuts. Yeah. Cat Williams so. <laughs> is, I love Cat Williams. He's always been really. You know who uh, saved Cat Williams who? was your boy Jungle Book. Oh, he was on the show. I remember yeah, he that. he talked about his version, how, how he saw it go down. Jared. Jared, Jared jumped on the fucking bouncer's back and started. Oh, no, the- yeah. Well, that's what I'm about to say is when I jumped over, the guy was hitting, Jamar was hitting the guy. So then Jamar's Jared jumped off the, Jared ran and just started punching the guy in, the, in his ribs and in his back and all of this. <laughs> and then I looked and I go, Jared, what are you doing? He was like, Jamar's my friend, man. Like that. And I just go, I go, all right, I get what it. Good dude, so like, man. But he's the only one that's taking flight for Jamar, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So like I grabbed, I grabbed one, I pushed the guy back and everybody pushing him back. And then I go, well, I said, they go, Cat. Well, I said, well, where's Cat? And then everybody's like, Jamar, Jamar, you should leave, man, because something's wrong and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, yeah, Jamar, I said, just, just leave for right now. And then Jamar was like, all right, Doc. So then Jamar starts leaving, and then everybody on the patio starts yelling at me, Doc, Doc, they go Cat, they go Cat. He going after Jamar. I go, what are you guys talking about? And I look across the street on the opposite side of Sunset. You just see Cat running down. Fucking. <laughs> 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 and then I look at Jamar's like down by just past the Katana, like where that little parking lot is. Yeah. And then you see Cat run over there, and then I'm running. And then you hear Cat. He stops over on the other side. He goes, hey. He said, we about to beat your ass. And then Two SUVs put up oh, for the guys. Oh, shit. So Jamar takes off running back towards me. And then, yeah, then Jamar was like, Doctor, Doc, they trying to kill me, Doc, or they, they trying to jump me or something. And then I say, I said, all right, Jamar, don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. So then Jamar runs back into the building. So I run out into the middle of sunset because now Cat's clutching something. And he's running back. I don't know if he had a gun or not, but he's running back. And then I said, I'm Cat. Say it a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say it oh, a I don't gun. know. Yeah. I have no idea. I do. So I was I like, do. 
I say, hey, I say, hey, cat, cat. I say, hey, cat, stop, man, stop. And then he stopped. And then I said, listen, man, I got it. I said, don't worry about it. I got it. I said, leave it alone. And then he looked at me, and then he nodded like this. And then the two SUVs pulled up. Then he jumped in the car, and then they took off. Oh, wow. But then that was like, right after that, he went to Oakland, and then he punched the target person in the motorcycle. Yeah, oh, so he was just no, going on like, like, the little scooter. Dude, yeah. he's... he's he got in a fight last night on stage, right? Yeah, I heard. I heard he's been like having. No, he's very close to losing his freedom, and it makes me very sad because he is such a so nice funny. guy. Like I met him way back in the day. Is it crack that's doing it? No, I just. Think... I don't. I don't. I think something's wrong. We've like, talked about this, like bipolar yeah. or something, or what? About my Could theory, be. and I've talked about this with you on why black comics, when they become famous. Tend to go crazy. Yeah, what is something that? happens. It, I don't know what that? it is, but it's like you know what it is. I think, I think it's even like Tupac said this in one of his interviews, and I think this is what happens. He said that when I got famous, he said I couldn't. He was like, I can't go in the hood because they'll rob me and kill me because I'm I'm rich. He said, but I can't. He said, but I got to live with these white people and all these people, he say, and they don't, we're nothing alike. And he's like, wow. there's no bridge between that gap. So you gotta, like, it's hard, like, you, you're surrounded in an element, and if you still surround yourself with these type of people, or you, 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 I think it just, they, they, they just feel like they closed in. And they just, mind. yeah, they just Two words for it. you, white women. <laughs> that makes the go down. <laughs> <laughs> They're easy, they smell good, right. easy to deal with. Yeah. Right, but uh, you but see what happened to OJ, so let's Yeah, 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 there's some danger uh, in that. Yeah, Animal yeah. Burris is probably the one that has, gone. Jamar, uh, Carmichael, Gerard, Gerard, Gerard Carmichael. Yeah. He's he's a very balanced, focused, good guy. He's always been like that. Yeah, yeah. he's been like that since he's unshakable. He's the same guys, dude. I'm gonna say something, and you guys can think I'm fucking crazy. Right. But you remember what you were talking about? Somebody has to die for somebody to become famous. No, no, Bill was talking about that. The yeah, blood Bill. sacrifice. Blood sacrifice. Bill Angelo who? Bowers. Oh, oh. Sam. What? Wait, wait, wait. I'm not saying he killed him. I'm just saying. Angelo Bowers died. A couple people became famous. Oh. And a lot of good careers mm-hmm. happened. Okay. I mean, wow. Brittany Furlong. Wow. Oh, me, right. me and Doc are over here sweating. <laughs> like, Brittany right. Furlong. Gerard Carmichael. Right. Josh Adam Myers. Right. All got they careers all started on. fucking taken off after Angelo Bowers passed away. You can call me fucking crazy. No, there may be something. Steve easy. Who? Freddie Soto. Now, I'm not saying they had anything to do with it, but you can directly look at some of these people <laughs> who went next level. The blood sacrifice. You and hear about right that? around like the then, I mean, somebody passed never heard away. Wow, dude. I'm that's not damn. saying they did it. I'm just saying it might be in the universe. Sam, they had that's nothing really to do with their deaths. Heavy energy and i don't know how to take that but you may not be wrong is what i'm saying you're telling me it's like marty mcfly coming back giving me an almanac right now and i'm like dude i don't even know what's going on you're definitely not wearing clothes from this time period yes yeah and you're in a delorean and it's 1955 i'm confused Yes. I need to have a milkshake. <laughs> yes. You could just take it easy. It's yeah. <laughs> take a breather. Because he may not be wrong. Breathe. Let it let. Uh, we can go around with in. a bunch of people. Yeah, he's oh, starting, yeah. So, no, well, give us more evidence. So? This one. Uh, so you into conspiracies. Like, so you're yeah, heavy but, in the You cons- know, when he came on, I started thinking about, you know, because that's the whole theory that Jay-Z blew My buddy up. Bill had this theory. Blood after, uh, Biggie died. Yes. Mm-hmm. After, no. Jay-Z blew up after uh, Aaliyah or Aaliyah? Aaliyah died. That was the whole theory that 
she, she was the blood away, sacrifice. He blew up. But, what, but that's Beyonce's two different blood. genres of music. Why would? But they no, they were all they knew each other. You know, yeah, they were all in the all, game together. Uh, you know, and there's that yeah. whole theory that not that not that he killed her, but like that's that's well, how everybody something else step. moves up. Yeah. Oh. Did, did Biggie? You know, remember how Tupac always said Biggie knew I was gonna get shot. You know, he had me set up. Biggie had nothing to do with Tupac getting shot the first no, time. No, it's, right? it's not that they, he had anything to do with it. He just knew the guys who did it. Oh, he did know the guys right. who did Tupac it. Tupac knew the guys too. So, so what, what, what Tupac was mad about was he's saying that you they knew. knew that this was going to happen, and, and you they didn't, didn't tell warn me. Them. Yeah, I'd be like, so, me. So it wasn't someone's he... going to come shoot Sam, and I just keep quiet yeah. about it. People misconstrue. They 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 think, that they that they think there was happened? this whole East Coast West Coast thing. Tupac just did the East Coast West Coast because he was just basically saying they were disloyal to him on on that side. It was mostly referring to those guys, not all the people of the East the Coast, not all guys. the rappers. Not he was just saying the East Coast dudes respected the West, respect me. The West Coast got love for me, so y'all kiss my ass. They they more loyal. That's how he looked at mm -hmm, it because mm -hmm. he looked. At it, that they wasn't loyal to him, and they that they they didn't warn him. Yeah, they didn't warn him. You he, know, because so we we supposed to be boys. Yeah, you supposed to tell me. But I think like this this guy was like a big the the guy that, that was involved, Initially the Jimmy it. Hitchman guy. He's yeah. like a big drug dealer guy. So like they probably was. I think if they did know, they probably was in fear for their own life. He probably so like if we tell them, they're gonna fucking come. Yeah, come and and, and you can say too that. It, it could have, it, it might not have even been them. It could have been one other person. It could have, because somebody knew that Tupac was coming there. So Biggie and them probably didn't know. It could have been somebody else in their crew that alerted them and told them, and then they set them up. You know what I'm saying? So it's just so many scenarios. But his thing is, is somebody in y'all crew somewhere, somebody knows something. You don't, I, I, how do I arrive and these guys are sitting here waiting? And he's on. a sensitive dude. So he's yeah. like, you know what? Fuck, fuck all y'all, y'all. Yeah. He's saying that's how I roll. Right. Like you know what? Nah, I, I, someone in here, someone. I feel unsafe. Right. You're all cool. <laughs> Throw a fishing net over it. Fuck all. That's right. how I, I. I always felt like I understood him. Like it's like yeah, fuck all y'all, right. dude. And um, now people are gonna die. Exactly. Um, I don't want to be misconstrued that in any way. I'm saying that. The oh, now you're back. I'm not back. I'm not back. I'm just saying no, there's correlation. Something, yeah, I am he, not saying that those people <laughs> became famous happened. had anything or hope for it, anything. I'm just saying it's all weird. We had weird end bombs. Like we have who shot Tupac on this, and then we have blood. This is a very controversial episode. <laughs> Controversy. Right yeah. It, you know when Doc and I get quiet, when you drop that, Doc and I are like, wait a minute. How, okay. We're not saying you're wrong, right, Sam. Yeah. We don't even know what to Our Shafir blew up when who? who? Fat James died. I'm just throwing it out there, dude. Wow. I'm just <laughs> Hey, we need three more, and then we're convinced. <laughs> I just gave you three more. No, there yeah, he is. I can't do it. But you, it, it is, it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's weird how like that can happen. Like somebody passes away, and Mac then, as soon as that person passes away, somebody similar to them nope. blows up. Blows up. Like what is when that? Pac died, you had DMX that just boom. Yeah. DMX yeah. just bang, and it was like, where the fuck did this guy come from? So it's just I amazing would love to see to get DMX on this show. Oh, DMX is the fucking dude. I man. think he's hilarious. Hey, he's I, I always just thought he was a good dude. Like I don't know. I just watch <laughs> his videos, and I just man, think he's funny. Like people he, get caught up in the streets, and some some people they just you, you know he's he, funny, dude. I just like his whole deal. He's he's different, and he used to go to I think this was the the Saddle Ranch in North Hollywood because my friend was like, dude, I was just shooting pool against DMX, and he would go. I'll bet you any money you want 
on pool. That was his kick. That's so he would chill at the 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 saddle ranch in North Hollywood. And if you want to bet a dollar, he bet a dollar. You want to bet ten thousand, he bet ten thousand. He just liked betting pool with strangers, and he wasn't even that great. Like that yeah. was just his. I always thought like, dude, what a cool dude, man. I don't know. I just I love DMX. I do. I love DMX, dude. He, how funny if you watch UFC fights, they had him do some big voiceover for <laughs> oh, hype everybody up oh, before. Yeah, that would like, be <laughs> where is this coming from? Why is DMX? Because everybody walks out to DMX song. Did yeah. you see what Top you really 5? Want? You know. yeah. Did you see Top 5? Chris uh, Rock's Top 5? No, I haven't Oh, seen you didn't see it? Oh, shit, man. Because <laughs> he, he does a cameo on there so fucking perfect because you don't know he was in a movie. And then he and then you just hear him in this scene. You just hear his voice first. You're like, oh shit! And then you turn and it's him. And it's like, oh, but it's so perfectly done. It's so funny. You gotta see it. Cause I can't explain it. Uh, John Belushi died. Who was his blood sacrifice? No, he died. So somebody else became famous. Oh yeah, yeah. He was the blood sacrifice. Yeah, I don't know. I, Chris I'd Farley. Have to correlate, no, but Farley's was much at. No, I'm saying him. he's another person who died. Who who is he a blood sacrifice? Well, you have to. For? I have to fucking look around look who around. blew up around. So who okay. would you say for Mitch Hedberg? Who was the who was the dude? Who blew up around them for Mitch Hedberg? Yeah, yeah. who's I gotta like? look around about oh, who you blew know. up oh, I at that point. I'm just talking about know. people within my life, oh, my oh, career they, that okay. I know. Okay, who you know, and it's like I'm just saying it's just weird. I'm just saying. Dude, Bill <laughs> told me he's like I'd be willing to be your blood sacrifice, dude. He said that to me one day. How dark is that? Bill who? Bill Posley. He's my buddy. <laughs> he's on the podcast. He's hilarious. Weird, What's your all? <laughs> so uh, I want to get into the story about you dealing back in Detroit in two oh, seconds. Yeah. Okay. But I want to get your take on this whole Ghostbusters thing okay. that's going on with Leslie Jones, mm -hmm. where people are like, she's starting to, I, I can't tell if it's real, because I have this theory that a lot of this quote-unquote um, censorship of comedians is a lot a lot of it's fake in that it's done by Saturday Night Live is notorious for this for faking outrage on something to get marketing to get marketing, marketing done right. and I've seen it happen over and over again and, and I just, also have a and I never told this on any podcast or anybody but I have a funny Leslie Jones story too so so we'll talk about that but uh but I don't know if people are really angry with her or this is the SNL PR machine going. But what's your take on this whole Leslie Jones Ghostbusters? Uh, she shouldn't be. You in guys, the movie? you guys both know her pretty. I well, love right? Leslie. Yeah, Jones. you guys are friends with her. her. Yeah, because I think, I think like people have a general idea of what they, and and it's mostly people who's not. They're not even part of Hollywood. They don't even understand the concept of being behind the camera. So they don't. They just. They just. They're just going off of what they think they should have and what they like, and they. They're. They're just being, they're being vicious towards Leslie because of the way she look or and how she voice herself and it's 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 just preposterous to me. I think it's it's just a bunch of bullshit. I me? think it's a bunch of bullshit. I've said this before. By far, one of the hardest people to follow at the comedy store ever Funniest is man. Leslie Jones. Leslie is funny. It's an when education. She she heats it, bro. Dude, she lights it up, and not only is she gonna light it up, but she's gonna go long, and you gotta follow. You got 50 minutes to follow a 25-minute act. You know what I'm saying? And she crushes it, and I would have to script my act the first five minutes of what jokes I want to do because I had to stay in the pocket because I knew it was going to be hard to follow her. <laughs> and right. you know what? Hey, yeah, she got on Saturday Night Live because they were there was this controversy about black comedian, right, uh, no right. black women, and yeah, Chris Rock helped her. Why not? Why not? So yeah. what? We all have mm -hmm. something. You know, uh, my friend Sean Help, 
has like 20,000 followers mm-hmm. on YouTube. And he's like, oh, it's all from that controversy. I'm like, so? That's great. Matter. Yeah, Everybody, there's right. always something. But, you know? Yeah, but, but, but Gerard Carmichael's huge because Andrew Bowers but, died. But okay? forget, Everybody's got something. What they forget <laughs> is they forget. Sam is usually not like this. Is, Sam is, Sam is on he's fire with blood sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, but it's, Maybe Sam's right. Aaron, any, any belief in that? Anything? Uh, no, Aaron, Aaron doesn't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys, tweet at Sam about blood sacrifice. <laughs> this week, Sam, what's your Twitter handle? At Sam Tripoli. If you guys at have Sam any Tripoli evidence. Twitter. Yeah, at Sam Tripoli. If you have every, any evidence to what Sam's saying about blood sacrifice, just tweet the <laughs> shit out of Sam. All the blood sacrifices just, you have. Anyways, Doc. Man, she, man, let's, and then she's one of the nicest she she's a nice woman. She's not like this this asshole. Like nobody I don't know nobody that didn't like Leslie at the comedy store. And then for them to 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 say that she got in they have to remember too, they auditioned all kind of black funny women. <laughs> like yeah, she made it out of the hundreds. Yeah, out of hundreds, thousands, whatever they auditioned. They're like, so don't don't act like she's not funny at all. That's what kills me. Like, oh, she you're saying they're saying so that like maybe the job she's opened not funny. up. Because yeah. of her race, but guess what? She was yeah, fighting. She was one of, of the of the yeah. many that auditioned. So yeah. don't don't go. I there hate with to that. tell everybody that's exactly the same way Bobby uh, Lee got on Mad TV. There was an upset because they they were doing Asian women characters by white people, and there was no Asians on the show, and that's how Bobby Lee got on Mad TV. They're, you know, everybody's got a different. Yeah. Thing. God, I want a vacuum to open up for me. I'm so I'll what jump happens right is, through that hole. Once you get that opportunity, you. You, 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 it's up to you. And it's Leslie proved her point. Maybe yeah. Fung Chow can OD on opiates and that's your blood sacrifice. <laughs> or maybe I'm his blood sacrifice. No, what a minute, Fung Chow. He just Chow. came in the mix. He <laughs> he's coming hard, Doc. He's not hey, fucking around. Man, Fung Chow, he's hungry for it. But you gotta, he gotta, he got, one thing you gotta understand is you gotta be patient, man. This, this, he's not this patient, game. huh? Yeah, because you know, this game, man, we, Sam, no, we've seen it with guys get stuff too early and they, they, because they, they think they want I've it. I've seen that with a lot of Ready. Young guys coming. You're not, man, you're not and ready. Your legs aren't ready yeah. for that. Way. Just because comedy. you're heating up three minutes in the OR don't mean you, you know what I'm saying? All right. Okay. You, we talking this game is Sam will tell you that 15 minutes in that OR with every different night with the given different crowds. That's it, the it, test. That's the test, man. Not that, the three minute pot. Yeah, yeah. That's your workout room. Mm-hmm. Sam always told me this. He say, Doc, the comedy store is where you work out. And you go everywhere else and you kill. He said, because the comedy store, is the, it builds you like it's that. It's the dojo. Yeah. So you, think, you think three? you should be working out three minutes at Potluck? Or do I think it's time, changed a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. But yeah, it, it is the education. It's yeah, an edu- it's, you got to get educated. The system is, is completely different because we the, the mindset not, isn't there anymore. Yeah. The Mitzi mindset. She was, she's not there. Once she left out of the equation, you saw her breaking down. More and more. You saw it with Tommy when you saw it with the lineups, what he started doing. And he admitted it himself. And then now that Adam's there, he just followed what he saw Tommy. And they're putting their own inputs into it. Mm-hmm. So now it's a whole nother dynamic. It's a whole nother, it's a whole nother thing. So we won't never really see who, who oh, would have, who would have, could have, should have, and all these other different yeah, things. Yeah, it's, it's a different time. Yeah, what she did was fucking it's phenomenal. Because when people say, well, Tommy, when he came in, he helped the store get better. I go, really? I go, well, name all the people who made the store better that he was putting up. And then when they name them, I'm like, all them people was working for Missy. Either they worked or they were, they all got passed. That's it. They was all Missy. So it was like he didn't do what they were thinking. He yeah. was like this big kid, like, no, no, no. She knew what she was doing. He, he was there inter- when the little chickens had. Job, yeah, though. you know yeah. what it was like? That's why I say about Adam, it's, it's like a very Jackson. hard job. Yeah, it's yeah, like Adam when Phil well. Jackson 
walked on to the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? I got Kobe. I got Shaq. Hell yeah. Just after that point, you just gotta know what what to what to do, and it ain't hard. It's not hard to see who's elevating and putting them into the certain hot spots. This is that's the hardest part that they they have to deal with being talent coordinators is the egos of the comedians. That's the hardest part. Well, that's Who the whole thing with Joey Diaz right his... now and uh, Caparillo. Oh, yeah. The, Have the we fight talked about that on this show? No. How did that end up? Uh, Caparillo's been banned for a couple months. Oh, he is? Yeah. Caparillo's banned. Didn't I... know that. He is? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't that's why he hasn't man. been around. He got banned because uh, apparently, and I get Cap. Cap and I and a bunch of guys, you know, there's, there's, there's ways you can handle What's going on at the store? Right. When you're a guy of 15 years there and a new, and I know I don't know if this is too much inside baseball for everybody listening, but right. basically, you know, Mitzi picked a bunch of people up and they got treated really well in the greatest comedy club in the world. And when the new regime came, they they had this basically this purpose of we have to get this place making a lot of money or they're going to knock it down and turn it into a parking lot or some high rise thing. So it needs to start making money and making a lot of money. And part of that was getting Rogan back into the mix. Once Rogan came back, without a doubt, just like everything Rogan touches becomes gold, okay, he anointed the new regime and everyone's like, ding dong, the witch is dead, come back. And that's what started everybody popping in. Right, and then right, they right. started seeing like, holy shit, man. You know, Nick Kroll's popping up now. David Spade's now popping up because yeah. Rogan's back. There's yeah. like the, the, the curse. Adam's, Adam's relationships too. Adam's relationship to those guys. Yeah. Adam's done a great job. He's brought some people back. But to make room for those people, some spots for the old dogs or the veterans that were in the lineup for 10 years, they lost some spots, and it was very hard for some people to accept that, me being one of them. Right. But I watched how people handled it, and some people handled it horribly. Yeah. And they fucking lashed out, and now they're gone, right. you know? And Caparello was losing spots. He went from being the guy who decided where and when he wanted to go up right. and getting two spots in the OR, which right. I was— I It was preposterous. It was ridiculous. Yeah, because Tommy was— in the OR? Yeah, Tommy— Tommy was treating double spots like oh, he was Joe Rogan and he was Eddie Griffin. He never made it to that level. He still hasn't hit Joe Rogan and Eddie Griffin's levels. I didn't, I didn't know who he was until I started working yeah, at the but he, Well, the thing is about that is like when Mitzi gave people double spots, they were faces of networks. Yes. Yeah, yes. they were like they like were a the Seinfeld. Or yeah, like, yeah, the Rogan when he was Fear yeah. Factor. Yeah, that Fear was the Factor, biggest man. show. Tell them how the OR used to be with all the MMA guys. It was so live back in that time, man. In early two thousand, man, it was crazy, crazy so, busy. So then we start coming here, and you you start seeing these guys who weren't faces of anything yeah. getting double spots because. Because Tommy's like, these are the people I've anointed. And, you know, yeah. Chris D'Elia, who's a great guy, who's now a very huge comedian, uh, uh, and Caparilla were getting double spots, and nobody could understand why. Right. And it was bad blood. And then Caparillo was picking who he could follow, who followed him, went on before him and after him. He got, I don't want this guy going on before me or after me. Yeah, he, he, did it with, he did it with D'Elia. He did it with Rick Ingram. He did right. it with a bunch of people. Now, Rick Ingram did it with me. I saw him basically bitch to Tommy that he didn't want to follow me, and I always thought that was kind of fucking bullshit, you know? <laughs> like, right. I've never done that. I've always been we like, you just go up to whoever. call up Rick and say what's because, up with that. Because, but I'll that was, that was, yeah, that was because Missy, didn't give a fuck who would nobody say. If you said to Mitzi, I don't power. want to follow this person.
person, you, no you were going to follow them yeah. for fucking three months. Wow. <laughs> so anyways, Joey that's Diaz. That's great. That's great workout. Keprel bitches about having to follow Diaz. Diaz gets moved to the end of the lineup. The thing with Rogan, Mencia happens. Mencia leaves. Joey's like, fuck it. I'm out too. Joe comes back. Tommy's gone. Joe comes back. Joey Diaz comes back. Oh, so I'd only been back when that just happened. So Joey Diaz wasn't there for the years. For years. But, oh, for years. Like seven for years. years. Oh, I, I thought he was like a like a store dude. No. no. Well, he was. Oh. He yeah, is he a store dude. Yeah. He's always been a store oh, dude. Okay. But he okay. left for a while. Got it. Okay. So then he comes back, and of course, uh, as everybody's coming back, and all the new people are getting picked up, and the spots <laughs> get less and less for the regulars that were really regulars. Caparilla complains he's not getting spots like everybody. What's he getting did. a week, you think? Uh, he's probably getting his two. He was, that, getting, he was getting two. The only three. one who's getting right. a lot of spots, and, uh, and I'm going to be honest, I love him to death as Bobby Lee, but nobody, unless you're super famous, deserves five spots during the right. week. I, I think right. this the most, unless you're on the Rogan, what? Joey, uh, uh, Crystal Lee level, you shouldn't get more than three. Right. That's right. There's too many people. There, there's no need. It's too many. Yeah, that's what I told him. I said, there's so many spots. You're, we got 16 spots almost every night. And it's Friday, Saturday. We got anywhere from 30 to 45 spots. It's, it's, it's insane. And for, ever, for those 45 spots, there's literally six to 700 comics who would love to do those spots. Mm -hmm. Dying it, to do Dying that. to do those <laughs> spots. So Caprillo bitches, bitches, Joey hears out. And this is what I've heard. Joey Diaz hears this and goes after him on t uh, Twitter. And goes, hey, stop bitching. Your boy's gone. You're just another con. And they start going at yeah. it, right? right? They start going at I it. I wouldn't want to fuck with Joey. Man. I wouldn't want to fuck with Joey either. I do, Joey's I do uh, jujitsu jiu jitsu with him during the day. Uh -huh. I haven't gone in a little while, but super sweet guy. Wouldn't fuck Joey with him. Joey Diaz, nice dude. Well. They yeah. go, they're calling each other's wife's whores. Oh, fucking boy. talking about their pussies taste like ashtrays. <laughs> Both saying it to each other, right? Fucking going in. So it goes big. Everybody's talking about it. One day. And this is what I heard from Tebow, the uh, at the comedy there. store. I was there uh, working the, a lot that day. Oh, right you next, saw it? Yeah, right next to there. where saw, the saw the whole thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you not we, want me to tell? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead tell go what ahead. you was going to say. Okay. <laughs> so and you give so do, so the, there's the back hallway. Yeah. And then there's the the hallway that leads the into the main room. The ramp. The yeah. bathroom. The ramp. So Joey is talking to Jeff Richards, Jason Tebow, Jason Tebow's sister. Right. And they're all talking. In comes Caprillo. Waddles in. Waddles in. They make eye contact. Tebow's like, oh, fuck. Hope nothing happens. Caprillo walks by and mean mugs him. And Joey D's like, keep walking, you cocksucker. I'll right. fuck you up. Keep walking. And, and Caprillo walks up the ramp. And right. Tebow's like, thank God nothing's happening. All of a sudden, Caprillo comes back down. And I love Cap. You know, I, I I used to know him really well. He got this deal back in uh, Montreal, and his head blew up. Man, and he yeah, acted yeah. like he got mm. a speck in the world, of the universe of shit. He got a speck, and he thought he, he was a god, you know? Yeah, because yeah, everybody uh, was after him, too. Man. Yeah, That's I mean, a, and there was a time where uh, John Cabrera was unfollowable. He yeah, was man. destroying he was that heart. Everybody man. caught up with him, though. Right. So, but he's one of those guys I've talked about on this podcast before that mistakes being funny on stage for being a tough guy. Like, is that a thing? Oh, yeah. You see it happen. All these guys who kill on stage get off stage acting like they're fucking Scarface <laughs> and they've never been punched in the face ever in their life. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, hey, yeah, dude, yeah. jokes. Bring I'll choke you down. the fuck out. You know, <laughs> I've been punched many times. I know exactly where I'm at in this shit, right? right. 
So he walks up to Joey, and as as Tebow describes it, they go gut to gut. All right, <laughs> they go gut to gut, and uh, they they face each other up, and they start talking shit, and then all of a sudden, fucking uh, Joey grabs his shirt. You know, because Cap's in his face. He's starting. Yeah, Cap yeah. gets in the face, grabs mm. his shirt. They start wrestling. People try and break up. Joey spits in his face. No, that's not. <laughs> oh, that's not what happened. No, okay, that's let's not hear what it. happened. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Look, Joey came. I mean, Cap came. Joey came first. He went in. Then Cap came. And then I was moving the cars, and I go, oh, shit, Adam booked them on the same night. I said, why the fuck would he do this? And I remembered. I said, oh, let me run in here. So as soon as I run in, I walk in the hallway, and I'm going coming down the hallway, and then I see Joey yell something at Cap, and Cap stops by the main room door, and he does like this. Like, what, like, like what's up? Yeah, 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 like, what's, like that. And then Joey walks up to him and bumps him like this and starts getting in his face and pushing him all against the wall. And Cap was, like, talking back to him, and he's back and back. Then I walk up, and I grab Joey by the stomach. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Joey, I go, Joey, chill out, man. And he goes, fuck you, cocksucker. So then when I'm pulling him back, he seems like he's about to go back away. And and he walks, and he, and he turns a little bit, and then he, and Joe, I don't know what Cap said, but whatever he said, Joe just turns around. He goes, "What?" And then he, then he lunges forward, and then he just spits. And I go, "Joe, what?" The? I can just see him just go, "What?" The? Uh. <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like Joe, man," and I grab him. I'm like, "Joe, come on, man." And I'm like, "What? What you?" And I was like, "What?" I said, "I didn't, cause I didn't expect him to spit." You know what I'm saying? I was right. like, "I go, Joe, why the fuck would you spit?" <laughs> like, like it just he was so mad though. But but it was because Cap. It wasn't what happened was was when Joey walked up on him. I think Joey, like how you say, like he knows that Cap's not a tough guy, but Cap was trying to portray like the tough guy, and Joe wasn't buying it. Joe was like, "Oh, you want to fucking like it?" So yeah. you could see Joe, Joe was angry guy, yeah. and he wanted to hit him, but he was restraining himself. But I think when Cap was trying to like when all of us got between and Cap started moffing off more. Yeah, Joe yeah. goes, "You motherfucker!" So Joe didn't want to. It's called the homie backfire. Like, he's a big Hold dude. Homie back. Yeah, he's. He's a big dude. Let's just be honest. It, it wasn't, I forget, it was Eleanor there and somebody else there. But, like, what we the way we were holding him, we wasn't really holding him. So, like, Joe was, like, restraining himself from really trying to punch him. So, like, the, the but once everybody got, got in between, he just went ahead and spit on him. And then, like, supposedly, an open micer who's a Joey Diaz oh, yeah. fan Tom. clocks. Who, who was that? So, he, you know, he grabbed him by the throat. So, he... he he grabs Cap by the throat and start pushing him because he thought Cap was sneaking around and trying to hit Joey, and he didn't know who Cap was. Yeah. So he grabs him by the throat. Yeah, these young guys don't know him. <laughs> yeah. And then I go, so Tommy, gets... what the fuck was you doing, man? Who was, who was the guy? Who was the guy? His name is Tommy. Oh, so so yeah. he gets banned for life from the comedy store, which is three months. I've, not I've life. done the math. Not life. Being banned from the comedy store equals three months. Because no. Big Mike was banned for fighting with Adam for life, and he was back in three months. Once I talked to Tommy, though, I get what Tommy was, why Tommy didn't. Tommy didn't know. Tommy thought that John was just a, a fan that was acting like trying was to Larry sneak Larry the Cable Guy yeah. trying to swing <laughs> That's funny. Larry the Cable But the reason I tell the story is that Caparella got banned for three months or a couple months. He did? I didn't yeah, know Yeah, and the reason is- Why? You, if you if you ban Joey Diaz, Rogan might get pissed, mm -hmm. and you don't want Rogan to leave again. Mm -hmm. That's that's not good, you know. And it's just like that's that's playing ball. That's my opinion. That you know, Rogan. So you put Rogan on any show in that room, it sells out. Mm 
Yeah, he, he's you know, fucking, and people, he's impo- people go go there asking for the Joe Rogan show. You know, you're big when people are like I'm like, what, what room you're in? They're like, I'm here for the Joe Rogan show. I'm just like, all right, it's main room, you yeah. know, or whatever, whatever room. Any he's show in. he does, he he get he yeah. sells it out. Yeah, and, God bless. So, uh, we're on time, dude. You we killed are? it. God. You did great. Yeah, yeah. You know what, you dude? Fun? That last story, the two stories you told were fucking <laughs> perfect, dude. We didn't have to get uh, into selling crack. And oh, yeah. Some yeah. guy yeah. saying Who really killed Tupac? <laughs> yeah. We, 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 that should remain oh, a mystery. Man. But yeah, Doc so knows. Yeah. Doc <laughs> knows. That if you if you slow down the record and go backwards, it's like, Doc knows <laughs> everything. Oh, you know? Right, man. The <laughs> blood, this episode should be called The Blood Sacrifice. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sam. Whoa, whoa. Yes, Sam. Sam, you won't let that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam's like channeling something, man. I ain't in there. Whatever it is. Um, I I need to give a shout out to Mallory and Mackenzie. Love you guys both. Who are they? Um, They're fans of the podcast. And uh, which one are you trying to? No, we don't. Bad boys are good boys to their friends. They're just giving a shout out, Sam. Just giving a shout out. Yeah, he just also also Steve's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, we're giving a shout out. Yeah, I didn't. Tupac, we don't know anything, yeah, right? We don't have yeah. no idea. Yeah, stop snitching. Rest in yeah, peace, Mac no. Dre. So, right. and then uh, also Cody, we get a guy, a fan, Cody Chloe's. I don't know, C H L O E S. He's like I'm. A, he's a, 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 a what do you call it on the planes? The fucking people who flight attendant. A flight attendant. And he, he lives in the. He lives in Dubai and he flies all around the world, banging girls around the world, doing drugs, and getting in threesomes. And he and he was like wow. big fan. I'm like, what's your deal? And he told me, I'm like, stop. We got to get you on the show. He's like, dude, bad boy for life. He's like, I'll tear. I, so he well, like, I won't put that out there. If you listen to the show and you got a killer story, story, killer stories, go to the. Call we're in, not yeah. into celebrities. We don't give a shit who. <laughs> You know, killer stories get to the front of the line on this podcast. You got a killer story, you get fucking, you get 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, I just want to say something. I, uh, and Doc, where are you going to be? What's your social media real quick? <laughs> My social media is Doc Willis Comedy. Doc at, Willis at Doc Com- Willis Comedy on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And, yeah. and, and when you see Doc at the comedy store, can, say can, they, can they come up and give you a big hug? Man, they can do whatever, man. I, I tell that to yeah. people, to me, and they always come up like, hey, what's up? So International Bad Boys, Doc... Come up Doc and give Willis. him a big hug. Give Come give through. him a big hug and give him like a big kiss. All right. If you're a sexy girl. Yeah, you're a sexy girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, I'm part of. A, I've been cast in a uh, animation called Court Ordered. It's with Eric Myers and oh, it's yeah, about yeah. a twelve step program. And uh, we're doing a Kickstarter for the program. So if you go to samtriplee.com or go to my Facebook, you can find the link and uh, you can donate a dollar, ten dollars. I love everybody in that. That's Tony's thing, right? Becky Robinson's in it, who I think is going to be humongous. Tony Tony what? How do you spell his last name? Cedros? Uh, C-E-L-E-N-O. I believe yeah, is his last Seleno. name. Yeah, he's a good guy. With Very funny. Eric Friedman, my buddy. Guy. We're doing another project. But the point is, uh, we need $10,000 to make the animation. It's going to be a 15-minute animation. You get a ton of shit in it. You can be in the animation, all this stuff. If you go, go to samtriplee.com, look for those dates. And uh, I'm going to the, I forgot to do dates out of the gates. I'm going to be at the last stop in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio in two weeks. Come out, guys. Have some fun. Doc, you killed yeah, it. Thanks, killed it. We love thanks. you on the show. You You're a great it. friend. We'll have you, you back it. on soon. Guys, add me on Facebook, Stephen Randolph, S-T-E-V-E-N-R-A-N-D-O-L-P-H. My Twitter, Instagram, Stephen Randolph 2, S-T-E-V-E-N-R-A-N-D-O-L-P-H-2. Add me. I want to hear the good. 
I want to hear if you love the show. I want to hear if you hate the show. Guy came at us and told us. Came at us He hard. doesn't like it as much without Chelsea. I appreciate the input. Uh, one guy what loved the episode. Why did she so drop out? She just didn't want to do it anymore. And one guy loved yeah. it so much, he tweeted it to all of his followers. If you love the episode, you think it's really funny, you're a big Comedy Store fan, you yeah. heard some inside baseball, tweet it right. to your friends on Twitter, Let Facebook, whatever. We always tell know. the inside deal. And they, they, Sam, the thing about Sam, he knows a lot of people, so you never know who the, who, who he will bring on as the next guest. So just always tune in, because it's just... Mm -hmm. I love Doc. Knows a Doc, lot how people. tall are you? Like 5'3". Five, 5'3", three. Five, three, and Actually, he will five fuck you quarter. up. That's the funniest yeah. thing about... Yeah. He doesn't give yeah, a shit. Just don't, if you see him in the parking lot, just, just don't run up. Before. It's yeah. like it's inevitable. It's coming. I'm, I'm still in it. That's <laughs> <how I> do. <laughs> Doc, you're a great man. You're I appreciate best. everything. Yeah, Thank you so much for, for coming, man. man. Uh, this has been the, the International <laughs> Blood Sacrifices <laughs> Are Not At Home. <laughs> All right. Hey, and if you know some blood sacrifices, hit us up. We'd like to talk about it. All right, guys. We love you. Take care. Thanks for all the positive feedback, and thanks for helping us have our best week ever. Take care, everybody.